Welcome to Fantasy or Reality, the GPP. Whatever road you took to get here doesn't matter. What matters is you're here. My hope is that we all can help one another in this journey. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. It's your lovely, lovely host, Steve, again. So, let's see, what are we going to dive into here? So, I was reflecting a lot recently on a great weekend that my family and I have had together. Um, I'll get further into it as I go along. Um, yeah, you know, I've been really reflecting on the good things in life, the the real wins of life. So I'm sure if you clicked on this episode, you saw it's going to be something like, you know, DraftKings fan duel versus real life wins. So to me, real life wins are, you know, the things in life that really mean something to us, spending quality time with family, uh, with your children, with your, with your significant other, good things that happen in your life that don't result from this artificial thing that we, you know, I've had a problem with gambling or whatever addiction you've had, you know, like I've spoke about, I've had several addictions in my life. Um, but with the gambling, it's the wins were obviously, that was the high, that was the, the chasing of the win. So, you know, a DraftKings and FanDuel, you know, my big thing obviously was daily fantasy sports. You've listened to this, uh, you, you know, this podcast and you know that, but if you don't, this is your first episode or whatever. I was a daily fantasy sports gambler. Uh, I was always chasing that big win. I always wanted to win that top prize, uh, for DraftKings and the GPPs that I would play. The top prize was typically a hundred thousand dollars in the, uh, in the basketball or if he played football it was a million. I never really came close in that basketball is what I always came very close to. So I'm always chasing the wins. You know, at first, when I started, I was just trying to get money to either keep us, you know, on Long Island or, you know, trying to win some money to improve my life with my family, trying to feel better about myself. You know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know a lot of this stuff. Um, so I won't dive too deep into that, but I'll go into you know, the wins that I'm, I was chasing with, with FanDuel and with DraftKings. So if you know anything about DraftKings or FanDuel, you know, it's daily fantasy sports. You're building lineups. You're, you're given a, a salary cap. So for example, basketball was my big thing. I would go in, I would typically go in and do the GPPs. Sometimes I do the head to heads. Sometimes I would do the, uh, you know, 10 person contest, whatever, it doesn't matter. But a lot of what I did was the GPPs, the large contest, because that's where the big prizes were. Um, so I, you know, you go in, you build a lineup. So for example, uh, let's say, you know, LeBron James, he would be one of the higher priced guys. You, you'd go in with, with DraftKings, it was, uh, I believe $50,000. So you'd have a $50,000 uh, lineup that you'd or a salary cap you have to build your lineup with so you'd have to make this balanced lineup with, you know you could pick one or two guys like lebron or russell westbrook and then you'd have to build the balanced lineup so whatever so I, i'd spend my time depending on how much money i would have i'd be building my lineups um 
setting them and then praying for that win. Um, watching as, you know, I would either be placing on the bottom. Sometimes I'd be really close to the top. So uh, there was a lot of stress and anxiety. Just, you know, I very rarely actually watched the games. Most of the time I would either set it and not look at it to not feel the stress and anxiety and just either look in the morning or look later. But if I did pay attention, I was watching uh, it on ESPN, kind of play-by-play. So there was a ton of stress and anxiety, especially if I was actually in those higher places. So say I was in the top 100. You know, if you know anything about daily fantasy sports, you know it shows what you're winning at the time during the contest. So say the last game of the, you know, the, the slate is going. I'm in the top 100. I got one guy going left. He's got a, you know, one half left. You know, I'm rising up the charts, um, you know, getting pretty high there. Sometimes I would place in the top 10 or even the top five. Um, but the stress and anxiety of watching that go up and down and and sometimes, you know, seeing your name up in that first place slot, just praying that no one passes you. And, you know, every time I'd, I would get passed, sometimes I place, you know, in the top five and, win, you know, five, six grand, whatever it was. Um, But, uh, you know, chasing those wins, the extreme highs and lows of winning, and sometimes even uh, in the lows of, sorry. So, yeah, the extreme highs and lows of winning or losing. So that was, that's the the stress that we go through as a gambler. You know, you you have those really high highs when you're placing really high like that, or you think you're going to place on the really low lows, just like a a drug addiction. So like when I would use, for example, heroin, you know, I'd shoot the heroin, I'd feel phenomenal. But then when I'd be out and I'd be coming down, I'd be going through these horrendous withdrawals. If I, you know, couldn't find any more or I ran out or whatever, I couldn't get a hold of my dealer. I'd, I'd feel horrible. The extreme highs and lows, it's really the same in any addiction. But with this... It's all about the money. Um, that's the drug or whatever. That's the addiction with this. So, um, you know, even if I would win, if it wasn't, especially towards the end, you know, like in the beginning, I could win a couple hundred bucks and be excited. Towards the end, uh, you know, if I didn't win a thousand dollars or more, it was, it was almost like a loss to me, you know, like. You could still place, but if you're not placing high enough, that, that, that's not the goal. At least for me as an addicted gambler, I always was shooting for that top prize, you know, or shooting for something that I had deemed, you know, as enough money or I told myself was enough money. Um, you know, I was always trying to chase this money to to feel better about who I was. You know, I, I told myself... It was just to improve my family's life. We needed this money for one thing or another. I felt like even though I was working a crazy amount of hours and making over $100,000 a year, that that just wasn't enough. We needed this large shot of money to make our life better. But really, you know, I mean, that was part of it. But a big part of it, too, is me not feeling good enough about who I was, not loving who I was. Uh, not caring, not that I didn't care, but, you know, I just, I didn't feel like I wasn't, you know, good enough. I wasn't, 
almost like I wasn't worthy of my family. You know, I, I know I've discussed a lot of this before, but I was almost chasing that win, feeling like if I could come home or show this $100,000 prize or more, that I'd finally feel like I was worthy of my family, worthy of my life, that I was enough of a person. But upon reflection and recovery, you, re you realize that no amount of money would have been enough. A, because as an addicted gambler, you're going to give it all back. You know, it didn't matter if I won a thousand, five thousand, had built it up to more than that. I still would lose it all. I would still tell myself that that wasn't enough. So another thing I was speaking to my wife about was how today was, you know, I could have five thousand, eight thousand, whatever it was in my DraftKings account at the time. I could look at that number on the screen. I could see physically there was, you know, whatever amount, thousands of dollars in there. And it almost didn't register, you know, like I knew that that was money in there. But I mean, I could look at my bank account and see a few grand in there and then literally switch over to, to DraftKings and see, you know, twice as much as was in our savings account. And you know, for me, at least what I was telling myself was I wasn't playing for this few thousand dollars to throw in our, our savings account. I was playing to try to be this big shot, come home with this large amount of money. But, you know, upon reflection and upon being in this program or, or in recovery or whatever, I realized that no amount of money would have been enough. If I'd won that $100,000 prize, it, it, I would have told myself I needed 200 or whatever amount to pay off the house. If I won that, you know, it, it just would have kept going. Um, I don't think any amount would have ever been enough. You know, I can't say that for certain, but that's, you know, when I first started playing, you know, $5,000, that would have been enough. Towards the end, that was not even close to enough. You know, I, I needed a hundred thousand. I needed 200,000. I needed to pay my house off. I needed to be this big shot. So the ups and downs, um, I'm sure if any of you have played for any amount of time, you know, you know how that is, you know, DraftKings FanDuel, it shows you what you're winning at that, at that time period. Um, so it, it varies so much the, the highs and lows, but anyways, back to the amount of, of money in, in the, in the accounts, you know, I, I still don't fully understand how I was able to look at the numbers in my DraftKings account or, or whatever and not, I don't want to say make the connection, but something about it being on screen, something about it, it could just be the color setup. I don't know. You know, I know they put a lot of psychology behind these sites or whatever. Just, you know, it's real money, but you, it's, it's really weird, man. Like, or whatever. Like I just didn't, fully comprehend that that was real money in there. Um, it just almost felt like more ammunition to keep playing. But anyways, you know, I want to contrast that with, with real life wins. So like I said, I've been reflecting a lot on, on the, the good things in life that have come from my recovery and have come from me working on myself and, and, and really advancing, you know, my outlook on life and who I am as a person and really slowing down and beginning to enjoy 
the little moments in life. Like I spoke about uh, in previous episodes on other podcasts, whatever, I, I can now, you know, I'm not rushing through life anymore. I'm not rushing through my day at work. You know, a short day at work for me is 12 hours. You know, I'd always want to rush through that to get done, get home. Then I'd be wanting to rush the kids to bed. And then before I know it, the night is over. And then I haven't enjoyed one moment of the day. Now I can enjoy music driving to work. I can enjoy my podcast or listening to other podcasts or listening to music as I'm working. I can enjoy the scenery as I go along. I try to enjoy every moment in life. Um, so a real life win for me, you know, not winning 5,000, 10,000, whatever. It's not money. The money doesn't matter. The money is not what matters in life. What matters is your, is the connection. At least that's how I feel. So this past weekend, uh, my wife and I took our kids to several places. We went to a place called Winter Wonderland around us. It's really cool. You know, they set up a a like a an ice uh, maze for the kids to go through. A lot of gingerbread houses, characters. It was really cool. They sat with Mrs. Claus and took some pictures. Sat with Santa, took some pictures. Um, they were able to take a, a train ride. They went on a carousel. They're playing in some fake snow. Um, we got them some, uh, you know, the balloons that, you know, that you get at like kids parties or whatever. So my son got a cat and my son, my older son got a cat and my younger son got a sword. So, and then after that, we went over to this section uh, where there was a large fake tree and a lot of like this fake snow on the ground and we were running around and playing and throwing fake snow at each other and just really being able to sit down, not sit down, obviously, but, you know, being present, enjoying those times, enjoying those moments with, with your family, with my family. Then after that, we went down to uh, a park in Albany, New York, and every year they set it up. So it's almost like a two and a half, it was a two and a half mile walk where, it's just a bunch of lights uh, set up in different, you know, it looks like Moby Dick. It looks like a gingerbread man jumping across the street. It's so elaborate. It's so great. We went down there. We parked. It was like the one night this year where normally you drive through it, but it was the one night it ended up just working out where you park and you walk through it. And that ended up being so much better than driving through. You know, normally when you, we've driven through, you know, we get to get some donuts, we're driving through, it takes, you know, 10, 15 minutes and, and you're done. They get bored, whatever. So instead we park the car, we walk through the park, we can take our time. You know, I'm watching my kids run through, playing together. Normally they're beating the hell out of each other. Um, it's really fun watching them run around together and play, looking at all the the lights and pointing different things out and, and, you know, just walking down, holding my wife's hand, just being able to enjoy every moment, which is something I could not do when I was gambling. Like I said, while playing DraftKings and FanDuel, as the contests were going, I felt nothing but stress and anxiety. Um, whereas with this, I, I really was able to enjoy each moment with my family. Uh, and really reflecting on how fortunate I am to not only still have them after everything that's gone on, but also realizing that even though I've made the mistakes I've made, 
I am worthy of that. I am worthy of the love. I'm worthy of being a father. I, aside from these poor choices, I'm actually a, a really good father, a really good husband. And now I can actually see that. Other people have been able to see it and have told me that for years. But now I can finally see that. I can really see that I'm I'm a good person. I, I, I really love who I am today. I, I don't mean that in any, you know, oh, look at me. I'm so great. I'm just, I'm just trying to express these things because I know in the beginning of recovery, I never thought I could feel like this. I never thought I could get here. And through self-reflection, through therapy, through a lot of hard work through my recovery, I've gotten to this place. Um, so anyways, you know, after we did the lights in the park, we went, had a dinner at the Olive Garden and, uh, it's just fun sitting down with the kids and my wife. And it was just a really, really wonderful night that, you know, if this had happened last year while I was gambling, there's no way I would have been able to enjoy it like this. There's no way I'd be able to have the fun. You know, I, I could still obviously be present and, and have fun, but you know, I probably would have either have had contests going or have been stressing about whatever money I'd lost or how I was going to get money to play again. And, and I don't have to worry about any of that anymore. Um, so anyways, and then the Sunday, I really had a great time also with uh, my older son, Luke. I take him to our local YMCA or Y. <laughs> Um, and we go and work out together and it's a really great time. We bond together. We have, it's a special one-on-one -on -one time that Luke and I have together. He's my seven year old. We've been going for a few months now together. And, you know, when he first went or when we first went together, he could, you know, I'd have him say, just for example, on the bench press, we both hit these little milestones that were really, really great. And I felt really proud for both of us. Great moment. So uh, when he first started using the bench press or whatever, the, the bar is 45 pounds. You know, he would get down. I'd have to help him lift it up every time. He couldn't push it up one time. Uh, but through going with me every week and working out, he now is able to take that 45-pound bar, push it up 10 times on his own, which was incredible. Just seeing that he's actually coming with me every week. He's working. He's actually getting stronger. And when he was able to do that on his own, he popped up. He had this huge smile on his face. I'm giving him a high five. I'm really telling him how proud I am of him. He's really excited. Then now it's my turn. I get down. You know, when I first started back up doing this, you know, I've always worked out. Not always, but, you know, a big part of my life has been fitness, especially in my younger days. Um, but you know, I started really working out again back in July. Uh, it's December now. So when I started, I could maybe bench press 155 pounds. And I worked up to the highest weight I've been able to do since I was probably 23 years old. And I was able to bench press 245 pounds a couple of times. And that felt great. I felt really proud of myself for hitting that mark, for hitting that accomplishment you know, high five of my son again. And it was just, it's always great going with him. I really enjoy going there with him, but these are moments that I'm proud of him. I'm proud of myself and I can, 
I can enjoy these moments now. This is a real life win. This to me is more important than if I had won that $100,000 prize. I felt better this weekend about going with my family and spending time together without any worries in the world, going to the gym with my son, than no matter how much money I'd won. This is a real life win. This, this wins over DraftKings and FanDuel any day. Another moment that I was able to sit and reflect on is, so you know, so many times we're rushing the kids to bed or, what you know, life just gets busy. You, you know, if you're a parent, you understand uh, what I'm talking about. But you also realize that, you know, my kids, they're seven and four years old and they're only going to be this way for a short period of time. And sometimes it's hard to slow down and realize. And I'm not perfect. I don't, you know, I get frustrated sometimes and, and I'm not always um, cognizant of that fact, I guess that, you know, these moments at seven and four are, are fleeting and they'll be gone before you know it. But for, so for anyway, so my, my younger son, Shane is, he's four. So I typically will give him his shower, his bath, whatever. When he gets out, he gets wrapped up in his towel. And before he gets, uh, we get him dressed or whatever, you know, and he's all wrapped up. He wants to sit on my lap and cuddle his head into my shoulder. And, you know, in the past or whatever, normally I, you know, be like, okay, give him a hug. That's cute. You know, 10 seconds. All right, buddy, let's get dressed. But this is after, you know, this is this weekend after we had had the great time on Saturday. Uh, you know, Luke and I had a great time at the gym. You know, so when I had him on my lap, I was able to really hug him and hold him and just really appreciate that moment that he just, he's such a little love. He just wants to hug you. He wants to, you know, there he's four. He's still got the cute voice. And I just really appreciated the fact that I get to be there. I get to be his father. I get to be present. I get to enjoy these moments because I know it's not going to last forever. Once when they're teenagers, when they're older, these moments are going to be gone and they're just going to be memories. So now I try, like I said, I'm not perfect, but I try when these moments happen to really soak them up, to really enjoy the love, the time with your family. That's, that's what matters more than anything. That's a real life win. And the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, just honestly, it just happened maybe an hour before doing this podcast. Um, I was talking to my wife, Kelly, about the topics that I was going to speak about tonight. And I was able to just talk openly about the topic, the the stress I used to feel, the, the you know, the amounts of money winning and losing or whatever, like stuff that used to you know, I would never feel comfortable talking about now because of recovery, because of all this, I'm able to talk about it openly and freely. And I don't judge myself anymore. And I feel no judgment from her. We're just talking about, she was just honestly asking questions because she was curious about some of the habits or what, whatever I was doing when I was playing and was able to talk about them without feeling that shame. And I was able to reflect on that and realize that that is a win. Being able to talk openly and freely about my addictions, about 
this addiction, this gambling addiction, DraftKings, FanDuel, Daily Fantasy Sports, without feeling the shame, the loathing, the self-hatred I used to have. And it feels good to be able to talk openly about something that really was difficult for me to every, you know, talk about to anyone. And you'd think you'd be able to talk to your wife about anything. Well, this stuff I could hardly even talk to myself about, you know. Um, so anyways, you know, that's, that's, that's basically it. You know, I just wanted to compare the, the wins and losses that occurred when I would play DraftKings and FanDuel versus the real life wins, what really matters, you know. So DraftKings, FanDuel, they have these head-to-head matchups. That's one of the contests you can play. There's GPPs. There's uh, the lar- you know those large-scale contests, head-to-heads, and a few others. So in this head-to-head, real-life wins. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Here's where to get help. You can call or text 1-800-522-4700. That's the National Council on Problem Gambling. Or you could call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. This is where I found um, the link to my therapist through my local counselor. And then also, we cannot forget our affected others. My wife goes to Gammonon every week, and it's been a huge help to her. So... Anyone in your life who you feel like needs help or you've affected through your gambling, you can go to gammonon.org, G-A-M-A-N-O-N.org. The number is 718-352-1671.